With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Yes, we fooled around and fell in love by Elvin Bishop from 1976, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our Wrestling Revisited for Tuesday night, March the 12th, 2019, 3-12-19, ladies and gentlemen. How are this is Wrestling Revisited? I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolmo, 1-605-562-0444-139926, pound. You can join us till 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. We are expecting King NWO Gerard T. Smith joining us here in just a few moments, along with the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodge, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, might even stop by for a visit as well, ladies and gentlemen, as well. So, folks, welcome to Wrestling Revisit. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, how we're here on the show. So glad you decided to join us here on this Tuesday night, as we are here each and every Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, here to give you the inside dope, however and let you know what's going on in the world of wrestling. Uh, before we continue, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that tonight, WWE SmackDown will be coming to you live at the Nuktier Center in Dayton, Ohio. That will be getting underway in just about 45 minutes from now, ladies and gentlemen. We already have two matches that have been listed for tonight, including, ladies and gentlemen, an eight-person tag involving Matt and Jeff Hardy, along with Ricochet, a.k.a. Ricochet, and Aleister Black, the Dutch Destroyer, taking on The Bar, Sheamus, and Cesaro, along with Rusev and Nakamura. That should be a really good match. And yes, folks, for the U.S. title, Samoa Joe, however, will be taking on R-Truth for the U.S. title. Samoa Joe will be defending his newly won U.S. title against the man who currently formerly had it, the man who is knowing what's up, let's just say, R-Truth. Of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget this coming Monday, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live from the windy city of Chicago, Illinois, ladies and gentlemen, the Allstate Arena, ladies and gentlemen, and next Tuesday night at the Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. That should be a great show, Howard. Well, folks, we are about 26 days away from WrestleMania, however, and needless to say, after what happened last night with Monday Night Raw in the Steel City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the City of Champions, if you will, let's just say, I think WrestleMania, however, right now, it's pretty much at this point, however, barely getting by with what they're getting by with, however, shall we say, and things are not looking so good whatsoever. As we first reported to you, however, however, prior to yesterday's uh, show, if you will, however, on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, with myself, Fonzie, John, Mr. W. Sammy, South Chad, and the rest of the family, too tough to handle. Let's just say last night's Raw in Pittsburgh was not all that in a bag of chips, if you will. And I'll tell you why. I was there last night, as you know, at the PPG Paints Arena, of course. And let's just say it was a very interesting evening of action. We had a street fight to close out the show involving one member formerly of The Shield, Dean Ambrose, taking on another guy who, of course, has his own friends with him in the form of Baron Cockstain Corbin, if you will. And, of course, Bobby Lashley minus Leo Rush. Or so we thought, Leo Rush, let's just say. As a result, however, last night, of course, Roman Reigns was supposed to take on Baron Cockstein Corbin in a one-on-one match, but that did not happen due to the fact that, let's just say, Drew McIntyre roughed up Mr. Roman Reigns, if you will, how prior to his matchup and decided to deny him a spot in the main event last night at Monday Night Raw. But speaking of Bobby Lashley, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to his one-time Let's just say former friend, and once again, it looks like friend again, the lackluster man himself known as Leo Rush, let's just say. Bobby Lashley regained the WWE IC title after not having it for three weeks, thanks to some help, however, from Leo Rush last night against Finn Balor, who basically got screwed out of his victory last night in holding on to the WWE IC title, if you will. Let's just say 
last night, however, in the steel city of Pittsburgh, if you will, as Bobby Lashley once again became the new Intercontinental Champion. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, we saw what happened at the beginning of the show as the three S.H.I.E.L.D. members known as Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose had one more moment together in the ring before they went their separate ways. Of course, Seth Rollins, as you know, has a big date in 26 nights with the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. And speaking of Brock Lesnar, ladies and gentlemen, let's just say his manager slash handler agent, if you will, the Paulus himself, the great Paul E. Heyman, a.k.a. Paul E. Dangerously, whatever you want to call him, however, was definitely in rare form last night here in Pittsburgh. As a result, however... Shelton Benjamin, formerly of the world's greatest tag team at one time with Kurt Angle and Charlie Haas, if you will, however, decided to show uh, Paul E. Heyman and the WWE Raw audience for the first time in a long time that he has not been forgotten. And as a result, he took the architect Seth Rollins to the limit, let's just say. But in the end, the architect basically burned it down and, let's just say, wrecked the gold standard Sheldon Benjamin's opportunity to pull him off the upset against the new number one contender, Mr. Rollins. Prior to that, Paul Heyman, of course, was on the phone with his client while on the air and telling Renee Young, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves that after what they were saying about him, how was not really funny or not even amusing. However, let's just say Paul E. Heyman told everyone that coming up this Monday, that's right, this Monday, the day after St. Patrick's Day, ladies and gentlemen, that his client... Brock Lesnar will be in Chicago this Monday night, coming up this next Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, on the Allstate Arena in Chicago for the first time since prior to the Royal Rumble. Uh, that being said, folks, I can tell you right now there were some other things that happened last night, including the following. In tag team competition, we had the team of Alistair Black and Ricochet take on the glorious team of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Let's just say Black and Ricochet, how I continue to move up the ladder, if you will, while on this night, Gable and Roode fell a little bit backwards, if you will. But afterward, however, let's just say Black and Ricochet, however, got laid out by their former NXT rivals, if you will, Dash and Dawson, the revival, if you will. And it looks like we might see a match with those four gentlemen, Black, Ricochet, Dash and Dawson, possibly either at WrestleMania coming up in three weeks, however, maybe at the event itself, or possibly this next Monday in Chicago. Meanwhile, however, it was a somber night, however, for hometown hero Kurt Angle, who decided to wrestle his final Raw match in Pittsburgh, if you will, uh, as he had a very good reception, however, as he took on youngster Apollo Crews, and Apollo Crews and Kurt Angle put on a pretty half-decent match, if you ask me. But overall, the big story of the evening, however, was nothing compared to the two things that really blew the PPG Paints Arena open, if you will. And, of course, John let everyone know about that last night on FacebookLive.com, which, by the way, it's seen every Monday night at 11.30 p.m., whatever, it's a paper, whether it's a Raw, whether it's a SmackDown, whether it's a prediction show, whether it's just news in general, how John has it all for you on FacebookLive.com. Be sure to check that out under GROHS at FacebookLive.com each and every Monday, following Monday Night Raw, and tell him J.D. the Iceman sent you. And speaking of John, we will be expecting him here in just a few moments, and also tonight at 9 p.m. with the birthdays and age, while King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and I will have your news headlines for you beginning at 9 p.m. on Revolution. Be sure to check that out, 138055-POUND. Also, don't forget this Thursday night, Wolfpack Radio, ladies and gentlemen, will be a very special one, 13521-POUND, as part two of the Wrestling Trivia Challenge between the Heartbreak Kid and the Iceman will commence after what happened last Saturday night on Wrestling Challenge 145607-POUND. By the way, your Quizmaster and Head Game Show man, however, Eugene Rayburn and Burke Conby of the bunch, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. W.C. himself, Chad Hitchcock, will be talking to the Iceman and also the Heartbreak Kid to see who will be coming out 
as the new NWA U.S. Heavyweight Champion. The Iceman currently still holding on to that belt from around his waist, but can the heartbreak break everyone's heart and take away the Iceman's title and make him melt? Or will the Iceman melt down the heartbreak hit and break his heart? We'll see coming up Thursday night. Be sure to check that out on Wolfpack Radio, 138521 Pound. But saying, folks, what happened last night, however, in a couple things, however, changed a course of Monday Night Raw. The first of which was the upcoming triple threat women's matchup involving Ronda Rousey, Rowdy Ronda Rousey, that is, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, her two foes, if you will, none other than the last kicker herself, the man herself, however, Becky Lynch, and of course, the queen herself, Charlotte Flair. As a result, Ronda Rousey did not get a very nice reception, however, in one of her first visits here to Pittsburgh, let's just say. And as a result, the fans definitely did not seem very receptive to her whatsoever. As a result, she definitely let everyone know what she thought of Pittsburgh and the entire locker room for that matter, let's just say, prior to her shooting from the hip, let's just say, last night here in the Steel City. As a result, however, everyone had some very interesting things to say, let's just say, to the champ, however, and let's just say none of it was PG-rated at times, let's just say. Another thing, of course, that was discussed, and we'll talk more about tonight on Revolution, obviously, is now that this match has been signed, it has been sealed, it has been delivered, and it hopes to deliver, ladies and gentlemen, in just three weeks' time. Yes, folks, the two former Evolution mates, however, that were good friends, are now somewhat bitter enemies. The former multiple-time champion, however, the animal Dave Batista, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Hollywood, if you will, Drax the Destroyer, is looking to destroy and tear it down once and for all against the COO of the WWE, the Cerebral Assassin, the King of Kings, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, the one and only Triple H himself, ladies and gentlemen. And in no holds barred, no DQ, anything goes match at WrestleMania, has agreed to the demands by Triple H, ladies and gentlemen, who set forth a message last night to the animal, let's just say Dave Batista, in which he hopes to put down the animal once and for all, ladies and gentlemen, and set his record upon everything and anything and end this feud once and for all. As you know, it started a few weeks ago, however, following Ric Flair's 70th birthday. It goes back even further, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to last October at SmackDown 1000 in Dave Batista's hometown of Washington, D.C. At the time that night back in October a year ago, ladies and gentlemen, we saw at the time Triple H and Batista were just joking with each other, having a little fun at SmackDown 1000, or so we thought. But it went even further a few days after that when Batista tweeted out the following, saying that Triple H's comments about him in his hometown was disrespectful and distasteful, and he plans on taking action against him somehow, some way. Well, a few weeks ago, on Ric Flair's 70th birthday in Atlanta, Georgia, Howard, just when we thought we were going to have a super birthday party with Ric Flair's closest friends, including Shawn Michaels, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, the Dragon, Ricky Steamboat, and others, however, let's just say Dave Batista the Animal brought out the animal in him once again. Let's just say, show Triple H in the entire locker room that he still is the king of the jungle, no pun intended, and definitely wanted to send a message to Triple H and Ric Flair, the nature boy. Well, let's just say he did send a message, all right, however, and the fans of course, have not been very happy about that ever since. Last week in Philadelphia on Monday Night Raw, of course, Triple H told Batista to show up like a man have the balls to face him, however, if he had the guts to, in Pittsburgh. Well, last night, they definitely stood eyeball to eyeball, however, from each other. And let's just say things were all ready to explode and melt down in the Steel City, if you will, however, between the two of them. But now it looks like they're going to have to wait a few more weeks, however, until that comes to fruition. Because now the match has been signed, it has been sealed, and I hope it plans on to deliver, however, 
as 50-year-old Dave Batista will take on the 50-year-old soon-to-be AAA COO, however, and of course, who will be going into the WWE Hall of Fame as the leader of D-Generation X, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, however, in just three weeks' time, however, on what will be a very historical weekend, to say the least, and hopefully it will be shining good for him rather than bad, if you will, when these two get it on. Yes, folks, the co-leader of Evolution and the co-leader of D-Generation X, the COO of the WWE, Triple H will don the tights once again, ladies and gentlemen, against his former Evolution mate in one time and fought was his closest, one of his good friends, Dave Batista, ladies and gentlemen, coming up at WrestleMania 35, three weeks from Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, on April 7th, ladies and gentlemen, live from MetLife Stadium in the Garden State of New Jersey in East Rutherford, folks. And I'll tell you what, that is going to be a war beyond words, to say the least. Now, getting back to the other things at hand, we talked about Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. And here's where I'm going to go off on this little bit. I'm going to go off on a little about this too tonight on Revolution, by the way, which, by the way, you can hear at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, at 138055-pound uh, here on TalkShoot. As you know, of course, last night, Seth Rollins had some choice words to say to Paul Heyman and his beast, if you will, just like some people have done before. But let's just say Seth Rollins did hit home with some serious points, however, involving Brock Lesnar. As you know, Brock Lesnar recently, in an article that was just coming out a week and a half ago, was told, however, that he is one of the most highest-paid wrestlers in all of professional wrestling, earning $10 million, almost $15 million a year. As you know, I understand he wants to spend time with his wife and kids at home and do this, do that, train, uh, and have his own schedule. But I've said this many times before, not just on this show, but on all of our shows here, whether it be Revolution, uh, Wolfpack, Outside the Ropes, however, uh, Raw Radio, however, Wrestling Debate, what have you. I think it's time for Brock Lesnar to take a big, soul-searching look in the mirror, however, if you ask me, and realize who he is. I know he's big and stuff. Strong and tough. I mean, he's six foot three, six foot four, two hundred eighty-five, two hundred ninety pounds of solid muscle. But this is a guy, however, who over the past several years, however, has dictated whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however, and however he wants. And I just don't know why Vince McMahon and the WWE continue to bow down and basically have him basically bow down and kiss his ass, or basically have him have their head have his head up all their backsides, if you will. I mean, this is a guy who's been promised everything and anything under the sun, however. And you can see why, and John talks about this every week, however, usually, however, on his Facebook Live video, by the way, that why WWE, why does WWE allow that sort of thing? I would have to agree with John. I mean, I hate to say that, but I would have to agree with John. And I have to agree with some of you people out there. Maybe you'll disagree with me, maybe not. I mean, again, opinions vary, folks, and opinions... We agree to disagree on a lot of these subjects. Again, you can agree to disagree with what I'm going to say here. Brock Lesnar, for the last few years, however, has basically held that WWE Universal Championship like a hostage, holding a basically innocent person. I mean, this is a guy who, for the past few years, however, was given the title on a silver freaking platter by Triple H, Vince McMahon, and, of course, Stephanie McMahon, as well as Paul Heyman. I mean, this is a guy who last year, however, supposedly, however, was given the title back, however, after Roman Reigns, however, apparently announced to the world a few weeks before going over to Saudi Arabia, if you will, however, ladies and gentlemen, that he was sick, however, of leukemia, and he would have to relinquish the title, however, after winning the title originally away, I believe, from the Beast Incarnate himself. But what happens? Oh, yeah, that's right, however. We go over to Saudi Arabia, however, we have a little tournament going on, and it was supposed to be Braun Strowman taking on the Beast Incarnate, Brock 
Lesnar because apparently Roman Reigns was too sick to compete and was not deemed healthy enough to do any more travel and he needed some time off hour because of his illness, which I understand. But what happened? Oh yeah, let's have Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, or mostly Stephanie McMahon, Howard, fire Kurt Angle from his GM post for a little while, if you will, Howard, and bring in a guy from NXT, Howard, who was a, a somewhat, let's just say, a ham and egg or football player and an above-average NXT wrestler, if you will, in the form of the lone wolf himself, Baron Cox. Corbin and push him to the GM role, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, and basically make everyone's life a living hell. In case in point, however, he made certain people like Seth Rollins and those guys' lives a living hell. But what did he do, however, to uh, basically get that power position? Oh, let's see. He had a way to have his mouth pressed all against Stephanie McMahon's little backside, if you along with her daddy's backside, and steal the GM spot away from Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle was not doing, in their words, quote, a good enough job. Gee, why did you put... Kurt Angle to the Hall of Fame last year, Vince. Why did you put him into the Hall of Fame? You tell me that right now. Because he was basically one of your better wrestlers the last several to ten years, however, who basically could deliver good, solid matches against anybody. Whether it be against your son-in-law, whether it be against Stone Cold Steve Austin, whether it be against The Rock, whether it be against Brock Lesnar himself, however. But no, you decide to just send him out for a little while, Howard, and basically make him spend his time at home, Howard, which he might have wanted to do. Maybe he didn't want to. I don't really know. But you force him out of TV for about two or three months, and then you bring in this Ham and Ager guy who basically had a chance to cash in his Money in the Bank opportunity against John Cena, and then what happened? Oh, yeah. Like a candle in the wind, it flickered out, however, and burnt out basically at the end, however, and his opportunity was all but gone. But what did you do to reward him after that? However, because he uh, missed his opportunity and did not, was denied his opportunity. Oh, yeah. You decided to bring him back, however, only this time, however, to put him in the GM role, however, that Kurt Angle currently had, however, for a little while, and basically put him in the GM spot and basically make everyone's life a living hell by becoming the kiss-ass general manager of Monday Night Raw. And what's more, however, you decided to have him make everyone's life a living hell by basically becoming the sole GM and basically find a way to bury people. Case in point... Take a look what happened, however, the week after Roman Reigns made his announcement, however, last year, however, when he told the world what had happened to him. What does he do? Oh, yeah, he goes out there and he rips Roman Reigns' fans and friends and family, however, and tells Roman Reigns, even though I didn't wish him uh, uh, that he was sick or anything like that, however, I'm not going to miss him. I, for one, however, could deal, with, I could deal with him on my own terms. Yeah, gee, smart thinking, Vincent Kevin Douchebag Dunn, you stupid Ham and Ager TV writer who basically has been nothing more than being your little bitch boy for the last 30-some years as producer out by force-feeding him that line and find a way to slap everyone across the face around the world watching the television however, and saying all that stuff. Great message you're sending there, friends. And speaking of which, however, then you decide to do, however, shortly after that, however, have a tournament over in Saudi Arabia where you supposedly made a deal with the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, all blood money, mind you. And I'm not afraid to say that word, blood money, because it was blood money. And you make a deal with the Prince of Saudi Arabia, and you decide to show up, however, and tell everyone, however, except for the women, however, you're going to have a live event over there called Crown Jewel, however, in one of the most dangerous places in the world, Saudi Arabia. And what's more, oh yeah, you decide to bring back 60-year-old geriatric wannabe, one-time superstar from the 80s, Howard, who continues to be one of the bigger names in wrestling, the immortal 
brother, Hulk Hogan, to Saudi Arabia and have him host that. Great message, Vince. Great message, Kevin Dunn. Great message, Road Dog, Michael P.S. Hayes, and all you writers there. Way to think on your feet by bringing him to one of the most dangerous places in the world, however, and have him host a very lackluster pay-per-view in what was one of the worst shows of the year, Crown Jewel. And then, oh yeah, what did you decide to do after that? Oh yeah, you decided to have Braun Strowman take on, of course, Brock Lesnar. But unfortunately, however, that match never happened because you had to bring your little boyfriend there into Saudi Arabia, who again, once again, had his mouth all pressed against your shiny little backside, let's just say, and find a way to take a cheap shot against him, and then have Brock Lesnar beat him inside of less than five minutes and take back, once again, the Universal title. Gee, that was a great message you're sending there, Vince. Yeah, let's give Braun Strowman, a big monster guy, who late last summer into the early part of the fall was one of your bigger, stronger guys, however, and then have him basically get hit from behind by this little cock-stained, little creepy-ass little coward, Baron Corbin, however, take a cheap shot against a big, strong guy like Braun Strowman, and then, oh yeah, let's have Brock Lesnar and his boyfriend, uh, manager boyfriend, if you will, Paul E. Heyman, however, just stand there, laugh it all up, however, and then basically throw not one, not two, hell, not even three, but five F5s and a couple German suplexes to boot, and then basically no sell except one move from Braun Strowman and beat this big, strong man, Braun Strowman, with inside of five minutes and take back one once again, the Universal Championship. Yeah, that was a great message you sent there, Vince. I'm sure you and that Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, of uh, that area, were really all smiling from ear to ear and grinning how and happy that you decided to have this $10 million piece of shit, however, steal away once again the Universal title and be back on top of the ladder again because him and his manager decided to dictate to you, and I emphasize the word dick because basically you basically kissed and sucked as you know what, however, by basically giving him that Universal Championship back. So I hope you're very happy about that, Vince. I really do. I hope you've been very happy with it because what has happened since then? Let me think. Oh, yeah. You had him take on Finn Balor. You screwed Braun Strowman out of his opportunity in January at the World Rumble. You had Finn Balor basically inserted in that. And even though Finn put up a hell of a fight against him, at the end of the night, Howard, what happened again? Oh, yeah, that's right. Braun Strowman, however, got denied that opportunity. Finn put up a hell of a fight, Howard, just like uh, Braun tried to do, however, in Saudi Arabia. But again, even though Finn did a little bit better than Braun this time, Howard, he came up a little short, Howard, and you had to have your little bitch boy, Brock Lesnar, find a way to steal again a cheap victory at the Royal Rumble and not have him drop the title. Well, here's where I'm going to go off a little bit on this part, Howard. Folks, I'm really starting to go off on it, as you can tell by the tone of my voice right now. I hope, Vince, you have a good plan ahead of you, as I've said, for weeks and months on end, how are heading into WrestleMania. Because I'll tell you right now, in 27 nights, you're going to have to decide, plain and simple, what is going to happen as far as WrestleMania goes. I mean, right now, I don't think you have a clue and a shred of dignity whatsoever what is going to be your headliner for WrestleMania. I mean, everyone's saying it should be Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. Everyone's saying it should be Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte. Here's an idea, Vince. I mean... Right now, however, you have less than three weeks, as of today, however, to decide what is going to be your headliner and what is going to close the show. So here's the thing, Vince. Here's the thing, Kevin Dunn, Michael Hayes, Jeff Jarrett, Abyss, Hurricane Helms, however, Sanjay Dutt, and all you stupid writers in the back, however. Why don't you guys go into a dark, nice uh, room, however, 
basically find a way to either basically have a rub and tug with each other in the locker room power or in the writer's room, and then decide what you're going to do there. Because I'll tell you right now, Howard, if you make Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar your main event and you decide to slap the women in the face who deserve this spot more than Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar, no disrespect intended, however, your main event, however, then you're going to have probably the worst WrestleMania ever in history, maybe in the last 20-some years. If you make Ronda and Becky and Charlotte your main event, you just might have a little bit of dignity left in that, uh, those brains of yours. But if you don't have it, and basically put Seth and Brock as your main event, however, basically, and you deny the women their opportunity, then basically all of you guys should just clean out your stuff, however, and get the hell out of wrestling, period. You are just absolutely slapping the women and the fans of the women, however, like Charlotte, Becky, and all those other women, however, right across the face with a white paintbrush and just Tell them, basically, we don't care about you. We don't uh, get you. We don't understand you. Well, guess what, Howard? What has happened in the last few years, Vince, that uh, basically saw the change in your attitude? Oh, that's right. You decided, Howard, because, like I said, Howard, uh, you figure, however, you... uh, have all the power still, and that you're the still godfather of wrestling. Well, guess what? Time's running out on that, my friend, because you're going to be out of wrestling very, very soon, whether it be uh, forced out one way or another, or basically you're just going to find a way to go away once and fall after being in the sport for a long time, and finally let your son-in-law and your uh, star run the business, as if they haven't been running the business however, for the last 10 or 15 years. Some of it's been good, don't get me wrong, and some of it has been pretty good at times. Some other, the other times, however, has not been all that great. So here's the thing, Vince. It's time for you to just basically pack up your stuff, get the hell out of wrestling, and basically take a powder. You've been in a way too long. You can't keep seeing the big picture every week that the ratings are tanking. You can't keep seeing the big picture that an organization like All Elite Wrestling and that a guy who has put more money into this new startup company like AEW has more money than you and is getting more talent superstars than you, because basically the talent that he has had right now, guys like the Young Bucks, like Chris Jericho, like Kenny Omega, like Neville, like Hangman Page, like Brandy Rhodes, what did you do with some of those guys when they were working for you, Vince? Like Neville, like uh, Jericho, like uh, Cody Rhodes. Oh, that's right. You did some good things with them, don't get me wrong, but there were other times how you didn't do a whole hell of a lot of anything with them at all including Cody Rhodes and his wife. You decided to just slap them around and basically make them look like idiots. Jericho, you did some good things with him at times, however, but there were other times you didn't. And as far as Neville goes, he was one of your bigger names in NXT and was one of the longest-term champions, but then when he came up to the roster, you kept him in the Cruiserweight division. Yeah, there were some good things that came out of it, but at the end of the day, however, you just basically didn't give him enough push because you decided to find a way to just slap him, too, right across the face. So, Vince... Here's the thing, and I'm going to wrap it up by saying this real very quickly, however, get out. Get out while you can now, because if you don't, however, you're just going to be like a lonely person walking along the side of the train tracks, and you're just basically going to be run over. I mean, yes, you've run over people for years because of your narcissistic, pessimistic ways, whether it be WCW, whether it be ECW, whether it be AWA, what have you. But at the end of the day, however... You can only go so far in this business. And yes, you've done more than go far in this business. Yes, you started certain things like WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, what have you. Okay, I get that. You got the business from your part. You basically bought out territories like Mid-South. You bought out territories like Stampede. You bought out territories like World Class. But guess what? At 
the end of the day, it all comes down to one thing, and that is your narcissistic, egomaniacal ways. And right now, I don't think you see the big picture at all. You just don't. And getting back to Brock Lesnar for just another moment here, real quick here, folks, I want to say this. I hope that, Vince, you have a plan for him. And I'll tell you right now, and i said this for weeks and months on end on all the shows here, including this one. If you have Brock Lesnar walk out of WrestleMania with that title still in his hand, not only are you going to feel the anger and the wrath of the fans, including me, however, you're going to see the reins drop so far down, you'll be wondering, what the hell do we have to do to save our show? What the hell do we have to do to save our uh, fan base? Well, guess what, Vince? It might be too little too late by then. So you better think long and hard on that, my friend. Better think long and hard on that. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. one six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three nine nine two six. The caller ID pound and one, and you're on the air with us. This is March 12, 2019. Uh, I am your host, the Iceman. Excuse me, Charity Jerome, the human suplex machine, John Gross, was supposed to be joining us here tonight. Uh, unfortunately, he, I'm sure, had a prior commitment, but we will be hearing from him, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up here at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, as you know, a very big hockey game going on in Pittsburgh tonight between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington uh, Capitals here in the Steel City of Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen. A very exciting game, to say the least. However, of course, the Penguins come up a very big win, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday night defeating, of course, the Boston Bruins in Pittsburgh 4-2 after having a tough one on their hands, unfortunately. Saturday night against Columbus, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. That was a very tough one indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, losing to the Blue Jackets of Columbus in Columbus. But Pittsburgh is starting to get together here, folks. I mean, trying to push to the playoffs. So right now, we're going to get an update on that game, ladies and gentlemen. We'll tell you right now, it is... Hold on a second. I'll tell you in a minute here, folks. It is right now nothing, nothing. Midway through the first period with 8.20 to go. So, folks... That game is going on right now as we speak. Of course, uh, Brandon Holtby starting for the Caps. Matt Murray starting for the Penguins. Right now, again, it is nothing-nothing right now. Midway through the first period there in that one. So, folks, we will be watching that very carefully. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, some other news going on, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, of course, the big story right now, of course, being talked about. In case you did not hear, ladies and gentlemen, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, Conor McGregor apparently is back in trouble again. Of course, the former UFC fighter, uh, ladies and gentlemen, who, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, got busted, let's just say, a year ago. How are ladies and gentlemen, uh, a while back, how are ladies and gentlemen, apparently got into heavy-duty trouble again early this morning, or should I say yesterday morning, ladies and gentlemen, when apparently, however, him and a fan were leaving the Fontainebleau Miami Beach Hotel when the fan tried to take a picture with him with his, with his cell phone. According to a police report, McGregor then slapped the phone out of the fan's hand and stomped on it several times. Police said that McGregor then picked up the phone afterwards and walked away with it. The fan said at the time the phone was valued at $1,000. However, McGregor was arrested on charges, of course, of felony, strong arm robbery, and criminal mischief. Of course, as you know, he was previously handed a six-month suspension and fined $50,000 after a post-state brawl last year in October, ladies and gentlemen. After he scaled the octagon to a length, uh, this gentleman, um, uh, like I said, fined $50,000 after an October post-fight brawl with Kaif Nurmagomedov, however, let's just say, who scaled the octagon to launch an attack on McGregor's team after defeating him last year. Members of his team were also involved in the fracas, however, with the beating McGregor. And, of course, don't forget, last October was charged with assault, attempted assault, criminal mischief, after he and others allegedly attacked the boss carrying UFC fighters at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, Ohio, or 
not Brooklyn, Ohio, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, here's the thing about that, folks. I have said this before about Conor McGregor. I mean, I said this after what happened late last spring when he got busted in Brooklyn. I'm going to say this here again and now, folks. As far as Conor McGregor goes, this guy is nothing more than an arrogant, pompous ass. And what he did last night, or should I say late last night, early uh, Sunday night, uh, earliest, earliest in Miami, just absolutely, in my opinion, showed, like I said, however, showed no heart whatsoever. It didn't only show heart, it showed what a true person he really is. And that is a gutless, heartless, spineless, arrogant, pompous ass. And I hope he realizes how what he did, however, once again, how he found a way to just absolutely, totally act like a narcissistic a-hole. No pun intended, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, how we saw what happened, how because of that, however. And as a result, how the question is now, what's going to happen next? I mean, seriously, what is going to happen next? Uh, personally, in my opinion, I don't know. I'm going to be uh, interested to find out what happens, folks. But I will tell you this, Howard. I think right now, if I'm the UFC, Howard, especially after what happened here uh, late Sunday night, early yesterday morning in Miami, I would not only suspend him, however, again from the UFC, but I would also seriously ban him for up to a year, maybe longer. I mean, this is a guy who continues to act like a total arrogant prig, Howard, more and more, Howard. And the question is, do we really want to see that happen to that fan? Do we really want to see that happen to this person? late Sunday night, early yesterday morning in Miami. I mean, seriously, did we really need to see that? I ask you that. In my opinion, I don't think we did. And I just think it was totally, just absolutely stupid that he would do something like that and find a way to just act like a total jerk, however. I mean, this guy acted like a total jerk, however. But like I said, it could also be the fault of the victim, however. I mean, this is a guy who tried to take Conor McGregor's picture. Maybe McGregor told him he didn't want his picture taken, and that's why he decided to take the phone. I mean, we don't know the whole story, but I'll tell you one thing, however. These two guys, the way they acted, both in personal and professional sense, however, acted like total arrogant people. McGregor for taking his phone, number one. And number two, however, McGregor, however... uh, McGregor taking his phone and smashing it. The guy giving him his phone, however, after he took his picture, was even more stupid, however, considering how much he said that the phone was worth, however. And, and like I said, however, I just think, however, that there's going to be more to this story than it meets the eye. And, folks, we're going to be on top of this one. We're going to keep you up to date with this story. I mean, this is just a story that really is just starting to uh, scratch the surface, if you will. And another story I want to talk about real quick, however, before we wrap it up here tonight, is another story that's been ongoing, however, over the last few days, however, ladies and gentlemen, involving a certain former baseball player, a very beautiful uh, uh, actress, uh, singer, and a former baseball player in question, however. Uh, like I said, however, and we'll tell you about it right now. As you know, last week, ladies and gentlemen, of course, there was uh, a lot of talk, ladies and gentlemen, of course, however, that, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, there was talk, of course, in case you did not hear last week, however, that apparently former New York Yankee baseball player and current ESPN sports announcer, however, Alex Rodriguez, however, who played for the Seattle Mariners and the Texas Rangers also in his career, actually bought a $1 million ring. No joke, folks. A $1 million ring, however, to actress-slash-singer Jennifer Lopez, the girl he's been seeing quite some time. 
Well, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, last Saturday night, however, in Las Vegas, we understand that A-Rod actually proposed to his uh, somewhat girlfriend, however, of quite some time. As a result, however, mind you, however, it seemed like this couple, however, had the fairy tale ending they won. Of course, J.O., of course, has had some personal spurns in the past, most notably formerly of Ben Affleck and Mark Anthony. That being said, however, this is where things get a little interesting, if you will. Sunday morning, however, former baseball player and Oakland A's great Jose Canseco, however, said apparently, however, mind you, however, that he told A-Rod, however, to stop being a piece of you-know-what and stop cheating on his soon-to-be wife and new fiancé, Jennifer Lopez. The reason why Jose Canseco said that is because apparently Canseco says, however, that A-Rod actually called up Canseco's ex-wife, Jessica, and the two of them had conversations with each other in the past, however, and were quite chummy, let's just say, with each other. As a result, however, here's what happened, however. Jose Canseco tweeted out the following Sunday night. Watching World of Dance, watching J-Lo text A-Rod. Little does she know that he is cheating on her with my ex-wife, Jessica. Poor girl, she has no idea who he really is. I was there a while back when he called my ex on the phone. Alex Rodriguez, I challenge you to a boxing match or MMA match anytime you want. I'm also willing to take a polygraph to prove that what I'm saying about him is 100% accurate. Now, Canseco, 56, as you know, of course, however, after three years of marriage, in which he and his wife, Artigar, had definitely had quite a bit to say. Now, for J-Lo, this will be the fourth marriage for her. She and her uh, former ex, Mark Anthony, have 11-year-old twins, and she was also married to dancer Chris Judd, and very close, of course, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, with Ben Affleck. Meanwhile, A-Rod was married for five years and has two girls, believe it or not, however, 10 and 14. Their divorce, of course, was marred with, quote, allegations of affairs, a union invariably broken, and, quote, emotional abandonment. Now, that being said, however, here's what I'm going to say about this whole thing, however, and I'm going to let this go after this. As far as Jose Canseco goes, however, here's an idea for you, Mr. Canseco. To quote Chris Jericho, the famous wrestler, would you please, 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 just shut the hell up? Seriously. I mean, what kind of proof do you really have that your ex-wife, Jessica, was actually involved with freaking Alex Rodriguez. I mean, I know you say you have the proof, Howard, but do you really have the proof to show everyone, Howard, despite the fact that you say that your ex-wife was talking to Mr. Rodriguez? I mean, seriously. And as far as J-Lo and A-Rod, Howard, if in fact it does come out true, Howard, and that Jose Canseco is telling the truth, then I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But for right now, here's an idea to Jose Canseco. Just shut the hell up and let these two enjoy themselves as a as a couple. I mean, seriously, I know they've both been spurned in the past, however, with uh, personal issues, however, from their exes, however, but it's time to move on. It's time to just let bygones be bygones. And like I said, as far as Jose Canseco goes, just please, 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 just shut the hell up and keep your nose out of it. Seriously, just keep your nose out of it. This doesn't concern you anymore. This really doesn't. I mean, you say it does because you uh, think that J-Lo is a fool. Well, guess what? I think she's done a little bit more in her career than you've done in your entire baseball career. Not to say you were a bad baseball player. I mean, you were a good ball player back in your day. But in the last five or six years, however, since you've been out of baseball, what have you done? 
Tell me, what have you done? Oh, that's right, Harry. You continue to whine and bitch and piss and moan about certain things in baseball that wasn't fair to you when you were playing the game, Howard. You basically find a way to basically bury your former friends and ball players that you used to be teammates with and opposing players with by slamming them down in books and in tweets, however, and also in radio interviews by basically saying that they didn't have the guts, however, that they were basically telling you to your face, however, they weren't man enough to admit to you, however, that they were better than you. So again, to quote Chris Jericho, Jose Cancenco, please, just go away, shut the hell up, and keep your mouth quiet for right now. Unless you have other proof, however, then just keep your nose out of it. Seriously, keep your nose out of it. Okay. Well, folks, uh, it's been interesting, let's just say. It's been a wild night, as you would imagine. Again, as we told you tonight, folks, it's been a wild night, ladies and gentlemen, here on Wrestling Revisit. I'm hoping that you've enjoyed some of the stuff I've had to say so far. Again, I thought we were going to hear from the human suplex machine, John Gross. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, John Gross, unfortunately, he uh, has decided not to join us tonight, and that's okay. Uh, John, I'm sure, had a program, but that's understandable. We'll be checking back in with John in a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Here in the 9 o'clock hour, so folks, that'll be very interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be looking forward to hearing from him, ladies and gentlemen, however. And folks, uh, that'll be very interesting to hear. Don't forget, Gerard T. Smith and I will be at nine, here at 9 o'clock in the Wrestling uh, Revolution uh, show. We will have a lot to talk about, including last night's Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. And just to give you an update real quick again on the hockey games going on right now, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets are currently playing the Boston Bruins. It is 2-1 late in the first well, again, however, a very, very intense game however, here in the Steel City tonight between Pittsburgh and Washington. Right now, however, it has been a very good night so far. Uh, to give you an update on that right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are almost at the end of the first right now. It is nothing, nothing right now between the Pens and the Capitals. The uh, Capitals, of course, six points ahead of Pittsburgh, however, going into tonight and four wins better than Pittsburgh, led by their Superman, Alex Ovechkin. Meanwhile, the Penguins led by their Superman, Sid the Kid Crosby. So far, Matt Murray has stopped seven shots thus far. Brandon Holpe has stopped nine. It has been a very, very good battle, however, to say least, of course. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the Penguins, of course, have seen an old friend of theirs tonight, the man known as Hags, if you will. Carl Haglund, actually, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, believe it or not, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, believe it or not, however, is back in Pittsburgh for the first time since being uh, traded away from Pittsburgh. Uh, going into tonight, of course, both teams uh, right now, the Pens have a 2-1 edge in the season series between these two teams. And we can tell you right now, the Capitals have just pulled ahead 20, uh, excuse me, not 21, uh, one nothing late in the first tier. Jacob Varna did get his 20th goal this season. That's what I was trying to say, folks. Jacob Varna just got his 20th goal just a few moments ago. So apparently the Capitals, however, who are trying to even the season series at two apiece and pull ahead of Pittsburgh and keep the Penguins uh, playoff hopes, uh, who entered the night tied for third with the Carolina Hurricanes, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however in which the Caps were six points ahead of Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, are up one nothing as Farnett just moments ago got his 20th goal of the season, assisted by Nicholas Backstrom and TJ Oshie. Of course, as you know, the Penguins are trying to uh, keep their playoff hopes alive. Going into tonight, of course, as we said, it has been a very interesting, uh, let's just say, season uh, from both teams. First off, as you know, of course, going into tonight, the big story for the uh, Capitals, of course, has been their Superman player, Alex Ovechkin, who has 46 goals, 31 assists, uh, believe it or not, however, for a total of 77 points. So that has been interesting, to say the least. Meanwhile, Sid the Kid Crosby for the Penguins has had a pretty good season for the 
mighty wins, if you will. Of course, uh, as you know, let's take a look at his stats right now. Going into tonight, he has uh, so far 88 points. However, 31 goals, 57 assists. However, he is looking very good so far. Of course, uh, he came out with a uh, one. He only had a single point, however, on Sunday, but he did have uh, three points last Tuesday against Florida and four, of course, last Saturday night. However. Uh, he is finding himself uh, hopefully trying to get back into the scoring title race, if you will. But again, the Penguins have to win this game tonight. They need a must-win here in order to keep their playoff hopes alive. Going into tonight, the Caps are 41-21. and They are six points ahead of Pittsburgh. And we are now telling you uh, that because at the end of the first right now, after 20 minutes of play, Pittsburgh is down a goal. So there you go. Uh, so we'll see what happens in period two. But the Penguins, of course, end of the night six points back of, uh, like I said, Washington entering play. So there you go. Again, Washington up here as we end the first right now, just moments ago. Third, or excuse me, I said the wrong score, but I meant to say the right score. It is one nothing, if you will. So there you go, folks. Uh, some interesting things going on. Again, as we said, we'll talk to you again, of course. Like I said, however, mind you, like I said, however, we'll see what happens there. However, um, we'll see what happens, but of course, uh, like I said, like I said, we will be back, of course, coming up at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, that being said, of course, we will talk to you, of course, uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, at 7 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, with more action of uh, Wrestling Revisit. Like, like I said, we'll talk about it here. But, folks, we will be back at 9 o'clock a lot to discuss, including the aftermath of Fastlane and Raw. We'll be discussing Mr. WCW and I, along with Chat, along with Gerard and Michelle, uh, the Heartbreak Kid and the rest of the panel will be on, however, so be sure to check us out then as well. So, folks, uh, have a good rest of the evening. We'll talk to you in just less than an hour from now. And uh, that's about it, folks. So right now, I guess I can only say this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside right now. Uh, we'll talk to you again at 9 p.m. And as we take you out this evening, however, we're going to have a little fun with our song here, the Pina Colada song, however, from Rupert Holmes from 1978. We hope you enjoy it. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of the night, and we'll see you at 9 o'clock for Wrestling Revolution. So join us again next week for Wrestling Revisited. So for now, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. And now, here we go with the Pina Colada song as we take you out for the evening. A worn out recording of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed. And in the personal columns, there was this letter I read. If you like Tina Colada and getting caught in the rain, if you're not. My lady, I know that's 
Have a good night, everyone, and we'll see you later on. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.